podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thank you for calling Vast National Bank. How may I transfer you? Yeah. Uh, wait, did you just say transfer? Uh, uh, no, I said uh, help. How may I help you? Um, okay, uh, never mind. Uh, I have a question about my account. Okay, let me transfer you to accounts. Hey, what? <sighs> Don't let a big bank make you feel small. How about a community bank? Shake your phone to find yours or learn more at banklocally.org. Welcome to this week's Five Year Plan Podcast. Yeah, quite a beat considering we've lost two games in a week. Mm. Well, I was getting a bit bored. I felt like I didn't have anything to talk about. One week on week, oh yeah, Aunt Palace great. Yeah. I don't mind that. There's nothing, Palace, just there's Palace. nothing to pick up on. Oh, we won a game. We won. We won at Liverpool. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, fine. We'll, we'll bring it back down again. Who sponsors this shit? I was about to get to that. Okay. Uh, we're sponsored. Oh, uh, that's a by... special touch the sponsors like. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Pod two thirteen, by the way. Oh. If you Almost unlucky. Hmm. No, um, twice, sponsored twice as unlucky as mm-hmm. by Vector Printing for your printing embroidery needs. Go to vector.co.uk and that's a vector weather. Okay, 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 okay. And JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com. I will. I got so excited there that I spilled some. No, I will. Oh, I, God, I, I will um, go to that right near the electrics as well. Um, also, electrics. <laughs> electrics. It is a wire with loads of stuff on it. Yeah, electrical stuff. Electric well on my table. Your, this table has got enough. We've actually been told this, we've been this told, table's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. do what you want to. Quick uh, announcement. The Renf game is this Friday. Ooh. Palace fans versus Brighton fans at Lewis FC. Uh, Palace fans won last year at the Amex. Hey, 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 last hey. Partly because we had a professional footballer playing. But they, had, they, had, they had professionals as well. Did they? Who yeah. did they? They had Gary... Um, uh, what's it? Nelson? Gary Nelson. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, the yeah. yeah. Gary Nelson. Oh, so he was a striker or something, yeah. yeah. And... Uh, uh, some other Brighton players. I can't. Oh, I'm glad I um, And uh, the game is at Lewis uh, Drip, the Dripping Pan Stadium. Dripping Pan, yeah, yeah. Uh, 7.45 kickoff. Uh, tickets are fiver, I believe, for adults and free for children. And of course, all the proceeds go to the Robert Eaton Memorial Fund. Uh, so if you're free, get down Cheer Palace fans on to another victory, hopefully. Mm, I will. Robert Quinn is playing for Palace, former Ooh. Palace defender. And Sasa Churchich is playing for Palace. Oh, uh, well, well. Travis Endicott is playing as well. And Travis Endicott. Yeah, so three former players. What could possibly go wrong? Sasha Churchich playing. Well, it's going to be, you could be, for £5, you're going to get quite decent entertainment. Yeah. You're going to get entertainment. Yeah. yeah. Okay, speaking of entertainment, or maybe not entertainment, uh, Palace lost two games this week. Mm. It was the end of that sort of busy April run Wednesday against Spurs and Saturday against Burnley. Two home defeats. I think the Spurs one probably we expected might happen given their form, but the Burnley won. They hadn't won away all season. They come to sell us. It was obvious they were going to win, wasn't it? It was the most predictable result, the most despicable performance of the season. Um, my only consolation is that, unlike someone else around this table, I didn't actually put money on Palace to lose, mm. so I can look at myself. I, I would never do that. I can look at myself in the mirror afterwards, at the very least. It was. Uh, it was very good. Do you know what it was? So you could see the energy 
leaving Palace, about 40 minutes into the first half against Tottenham, you yep. could see the energy. It, for five minutes into the game, with three games in six days, for five minutes into the game on Saturday, you could see we had problems. We just looked heavy-legged, mm. looked laboured. It was still only saying. Burnley, though. I know, but... St- but you, you, but they, they needed it more than we did. It's their second game. As well. they, they hadn't played for a week. Yeah, They came with a game plan. Just as one of those days, everybody played... No one played well. Was it? You know, like, it was old timey Palace. McArthur, it was, the midfield. Yeah. McArthur was awful. Luca was poor. Luca's worst game. Which, which yeah, I mean, yeah, to be yeah, fair, it's more yeah. reflection on how good he's been previously. But he well, was it definitely is. But day. again, it also feeds back into the idea that they're less confident in front of Kelly and Delaney than they would have been in front of another combination of defenders. Mm-hmm. Neither of the fullbacks managed to get forward. Benteke was isolated. Wilf looked tired. Townsend couldn't get past anyone. Hennessy looked like what he is, half decent championship goalkeeper. Andy Street takes a sip from his beer. It was just, it was, he thought for a moment I was going to say he was the only good point, but <laughs> it's just one of those days you have to put it down to a really bad day at the office and hope it doesn't signify anything. Well, you know, we do hear managers do go on about fatigue and um, games piling up and stuff, and I think a lot of times fans sort of blow it off as well. They're professional footballers, you know. They should they should train five days a week. They should be fit enough. But I think James, we saw on Saturday that actually that can be the case because they, well, they yeah, were well, late. It obviously they? was the case, and it's not just it's not just the physicality of it; it's the mental strain as well. You know. There's a lot of, you know, you can be you can be fit, but it's the mental game as well. I, thought, I just don't think they're at the races. Well, not, at remember, all. We, we played on a Sunday and then we played on a Wednesday against the Tottenham team in the second half, just ran us ragged basically. Yeah. yeah. And there was no dis- disgrace in that defeat. And then we played on on the Saturday, and it's not just <laughs> the, the three games that come along. It's the fact that you haven't got time to to prepare in the meantime. All mm. you can do is give the players a day off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't train. You can't do anything. You can just recover, get them into physiotherapy as much as possible. And then and then see what happens. So, the the consolation is that we've got a good long rest between the last three games. Three games it, yeah. well, it did make you could see it made a difference on yeah. Saturday. The fact the problem is that the squad isn't deep enough to replace four or five players, mm-hmm. and even then you're bringing on players who are coming back from long injuries. So you just I think halfway through the first half, a lot of us would say, well, forget this one. Yeah. But there's a lot of the fixture sort of thing, Andy, has been a thing for a while, isn't it? Like last few seasons, a lot of teams have. We get to this stage of season and there's midweek, there's Saturday, midweek, Saturday. Should it not just be a case of now then, for next season, every every team, or Palace in particular, just buy loads of players? Have like have two or three teams in a, on it. Well, you can only can't, name 25, can't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. where that That's theory the falls flat. Well, is that a, is you that can a buy point? two teams there, can't you? Yeah. Is that a pointless rule then? Is that really a bit of an well, unfair problem, rule no. considering, considering the pile-up? It's a fair enough rule. No, it's a fair enough rule because it stops teams like Chelsea having 60 players. Ultimately, this season though with our squad, and it's it's pretty abundantly clear, Sam doesn't really trust players beyond a core 15. And doesn't seem to want to rotate heavily. I mean, if anything, if any game was calling out for perhaps a few to be rested and to emphasise and put some... Uh, emphasise? Not to emphasise, uh, emphasise, but to prioritise, sorry, the the game on Saturday. It was it was Wednesday's match against Tottenham. You yeah. thought there'd be yeah. an opportunity yeah, there to yeah. go, we're probably not going to beat Tottenham. They're really gunning for it. Mm-hmm. They, they're hunting down Chelsea. They're a really good team. They play in a really physical manner. Let's make four, five, six changes. And in the pub beforehand, we were all expecting that. Yeah. So when it was more or less safer two players who are out injured the same team it was kind of a surprise but Sam clearly doesn't think a great deal I don't think of quite a lot of his squad players and that can only only exacerbate the fatigue factor well, also, and fatigue's a huge thing it is yeah. also I think it's that's easier said than done that resting four or five players because you're at home to Tottenham the fact that it's on TV is neither here nor there but most 
Palace fans are going to be expecting you to play your strongest team against Tottenham, and then perhaps not against Burnley. But it doesn't work like that. You, but also, it's, it's really we, hard to ch- to change. It. And I think it's more interesting the players that he doesn't bring on from the bench. It's like why well, Bakri Sacco didn't get on, which makes you think if the two wide players aren't working and they weren't, then bring on the big, fit, strong wide player rather mm. than Remy. It's yeah, Kabai was injured. It turns out, but it's just that it's the substitutions that were strange for me mm. rather than the actual. I didn't. I thought. I I thought Kabai would be the only one he rested on against Tottenham, and then ironically, the goal came when Kabai came on and didn't do his defensive duty. Um, mm. But the, the fact is, it, we could have bought seven or eight substitutes on Saturday. It just wasn't going to happen for us. Simple as that. We lost to a poor side, but mm. did we also lose to a poor referee? Yeah, he was. Yeah, there were shocking decisions for both sides, to be honest. Yeah, but. he was. There's something. I mean, he's rapidly becoming the new Clattenburg. He's got the most slappable face, <laughs> which is not big or clever, but he gives bad decisions in an arrogant way. I mean, there's a couple of really piss poor, terrible. I mean, well, let's, just, no, the, no, let's, no. let's go for him. The, the Wilf, where he goes through, punch and plays him yeah, through. Yeah. I mean, he's onside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's onside. That's yeah. not the ref, though, is it? No, uh, no, no, it's no not. you're right. It's, it's, not. it's the linesman. He wasn't going to. He didn't want to disallow that goal. The second, he really didn't want to disallow that. He goal. spent ages trying to find a reason. Was to it give the linesman that gave that? It's a handball. Yeah. Mm. Did the line? The line didn't look like he flagged for it. Initially. No, the linesman eventually must have spoken to him. What a full fish, not official, meant to. Because yeah. it was handball. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he did a ridiculous rowing boat celebration. Did you see that? Yeah. I mean, it was handball. You could see it was right in front of where I was, and he just knocked it down with his hand like he was. One of the Harlem Globetrotters, but it was a poor, like it was a poor refereeing decision. Was uh, performance? Sorry, it was. But you kind of, you know, Liverpool fans will listen to this. Um, we should have had a penalty in front of the cop. You know, Palace gave away a clear penalty, so you can't blame you. You can't blame the referee. They're poor decisions. So we have to live with that. The, the standard of refereeing in the Premier League at the moment it's is bad. as poor as I can remember it. Mm. Still no excuse. I still don't want video replay. But the standard of the referee is poor at the moment, and. But they do even themselves out because they're poor. They're not biased. They're just poor. Full stop. I mean, John Mar- Victor Wanyama should have been. I mean, that was a ludicrous that, decision. That I, thought, thought, I thought the refereeing display against Tottenham was almost was, was worse. Really? Oh, oh, shocking! Shocking! I, I thought it was terrible. Oh, Wanyama! Oh, yeah, sorry, Wanyama should have gone that. Was a, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, the yeah. second foul was worse than the. That was a referee thinking I shouldn't have given a yellow for the first foul, so I'm not going to yeah. give a yellow for this, even though it's more clearly a yellow. Yeah. But uh, for all that, the ref Bobby Madley is a poor ref in a league of poor refs. We didn't lose because of him. We didn't lose because the ball went through Hennessy's legs. We didn't. Yeah. We <laughs> lost because it, it's one of those rare occasions when eleven players had a bad day and no one he stepped up yeah. to. You know, when you're looking for somebody to take Sacco's place or to you're looking for Luke to step, no one. Mm. Did it? They didn't respond at half time. It just put it behind this move on. Okay, so I guess like you you are, you get some games where some players have off days and other players have off yeah, days, and it was just a game where everyone had an yeah. off day at the same yeah. time, which is pretty rare, isn't it? it doesn't happen that yeah, often. Right and in fact, in the run we've had recently, everyone's been having worldies. Yeah, and I think you, again, it's, it's not just the fact that we play, the, the performances against Chelsea away and Liverpool away. You know, when we when you, people talk about we only had twenty eight percent possession and you laugh at, but. You do so much more work when you're out of possession. You're moving across the pitch yeah. all the time. No, yeah, it's the same as the Southampton result. It was no surprise. We predicted that we'd lose to Southampton. After you know, Liverpool was another eight minutes of injury time at the end of that game. They'd really take mm. the Tottenham another seven minutes of injury time at the end of that game. That's an extra 15 minutes on top of the extra 10 minutes of Chelsea. Mm. They, they, even the fittest players, it takes it out of you. And, and we're a quite 
high energy team, especially away from home. I guess um, the difference being that because we used to play like that on the Pardew, didn't we? We say we used to say this team's set up to play away from home, like it's mm. really good on the counter, soaking up pressure. But I guess what we do now, or what we did before Saturday, was we use it in possession. Well, we we maximise it when we do have it, and yet on Saturday against the poorest away team in the season, that that didn't happen. It just it just seemed like it seemed like. Burnley came with a game plan and they stuck to it and they just and they just they were just they were just better than us. I mean, you know, it's, it's almost it's almost like they needed it more than we did, which is not strictly well, true. They were above us. Yeah, they? I know, I know, but that, that, the way they were playing, you'd almost think they well, were. We were above them. Well, were, were we? We were yeah, above oh, okay. them. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're not. We're not. I mean, we're not, not slipping back into that. You know, the sort of uh, the pattern under Pardew where we were brilliant against the big teams, raised our games, and struggled against the home teams, uh, small teams, particularly at home. We've had Leicester we and struggled. Burnley the, the, now. The diff- it's not. Struggling against we've we've struggled for a long time against teams who don't attack us. That's the reason we do better away from home. It's nothing to do with being away from home. It's the fact that Liverpool, Chelsea have to come at us. Mm-hmm. Arsenal conveniently came at us and tried to play football and left us a lot of space mm-hmm. to play. In. The other teams we've we've seen that you know, we struggled. To, we laboured to beat Watford and Middlesbrough. We beat Watford with no shots on target because <laughs> yeah. the teams know that if they come to Sellers Park, allow us to have the ball. And sit deep. We struggle to break them down. Is it, not, got... is it not time for us after I don't know two or three seasons, Andy, to actually find a way to do that in those games? Because those are the sort of games you're going to have to win to end up top ten, mid table. I think that might help. Yeah, yeah. But the, 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 <laughs> thanks. The thing is, Liverpool, look at Liverpool have lost. Liverpool, all the games Liverpool have lost have been to teams in the bottom eight of the table. Yeah. yeah. And the fact is, the question shouldn't be, isn't it about time we learn to do that? The question is, isn't it about time we're not in a f***ing relegation struggle again? Yeah. Just, yeah. Sorry yeah. for swearing, because it's like the fourth... The, the, we're going to be like Sunderland. It's the fourth season running. Even if we stay up, which we probably will, there's no logic... We have to not... We, I mean, this is the third year running that we've said, we can't do this again. First season, you go, brilliant, we stayed up, that's mm-hmm. a miracle. And then you go, well, we'll improve next season. We can't. We're going to finish in the worst position we did last year, possibly. Mm-hmm. We can't keep doing that. That's Something's got to change. Something at the heart of the club. Something well, well, this is, what we've, this so is why got... we've had problems with managers. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it, it's, it's, the problem we had with Pardew, it wasn't just Pardew, and we've said it before, it, was, it goes deeper than that. Yeah. And that's what needs to be addressed. Do you think it is being addressed? I think it is being addressed. I think yeah. it is right now. Yeah, I think it is being addressed. And, you know, I want to see, this time next year, I want to see Sam Allardyce there still. Because you, you, you need yeah. some, you need some stability. We've got to avoid overreacting. It's, it was one bad, yeah, yeah. it was yeah, bad yeah. performance. But I mean, it's it's a week where you've lost to a team that are pushing a really very good Chelsea team, very close to the title. Mm-hmm. That have been, for my money, probably a better team in more yep. matches than Chelsea have been this season, albeit less consistent at times. Who are very young, very energetic, have some class footballers, and play really very well against us for the last half an hour. We pushed them close for the first 16 minutes. We were very, very poor against Burnley. But before then, you know, we were all singing the praise of how far we'd come mm-hmm. after the mm-hmm. Liverpool match, how yeah. much we looked like Which an improved have. team, yeah. etc. It, it just kind of feels that all it's taken is yeah. one admittedly bad game yeah. and one admittedly bad result and everyone's back into the doom and gloom. Well, that's how fragile yeah. the confidence unfortunately. And that's mm. a hangover. Well, amongst cards. us. Or amongst <laughs> no, no, amongst the fans. And, and yeah. the fact is, first half against Tottenham, and a lot of mates of mine who were Tottenham fans were there, First half against Tottenham, we were the better side in the first half against Tottenham. Tottenham paid us the compliment of changing it yes. drastically yeah. to, and because realised and made us run around more often. They changed their system. You could see afterwards how, not gracious, but Tottenham, that was a massive win for them. And in the end, only came from a, a really good goal, which was quite yeah. out of the blue. And we would certainly deserve the point. But, and that performance and the Chelsea performance and the Arsenal performance, the performance are more typical of Palace now. 
but the, one. the confidence is so fragile and we're so bruised by what's happened in the past that it does only take one performance like that for us to go because now suddenly people even in the pub afterwards people go well so much for your miracle worker so much for Allardyce to say it's like you know because now everyone's assuming we won't, we won't get another point for the rest of the season and then we've got to rely on, on other teams doing us favours. And there's no logic to that. We've got three centre-backs out. I know. We've got no, three first-choice centre-backs not, we're not, We three, don't yeah. have a Man United size squad. No, and we've no. got our three first-choice centre-backs out. United have got three centre-backs out. And they struggled against yeah, yeah, Swansea in the last yeah. 20 minutes. I mean, it's a yeah. situation to be in, but not yeah. necessarily one you could have foreseen. You couldn't have foreseen no, during that Chelsea match that within a few weeks from that Chelsea match you'd end up with your three first choice no. centre-backs two of them out for the rest of the season and one of them looking like you know he might well be out for Most at least two, two out of the remaining three games yeah. so I mean those, those are the sort of things you can't necessarily control as much as a manager but you can be damn sure that even with Kelly and Delaney at centre-back we're going to do a damn sight better under Allardyce in those remaining games than yeah, we would no, have done okay. under I, 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 as it happens even if we didn't get any points which I still don't think we would go down but it, What's annoying is, and it's just they do it every. It's like we're going away at the weekend. It's just all you want. It's just one year. I know it's a first world problem, but just one year. We all said in the pub beforehand, we'll be watching the match. Wouldn't it be nice if it's just we can go away yeah. without having to worry? Because we went away last year, lost to Newcastle while we were away. Just ruins the whole weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Grown up men, middle aged men, just instead of seeing the sights, going we'll go down. Like, <laughs> that's exactly what it's going to be like on. So and already instead, we're supposed to be going to see Napoli play in the evening. They're already saying no, we'll stay. We're going to find a pub and watch Swansea Everton. That's far, <laughs> that's far more important. So we'll be sitting in some Irish pub in the middle of Napoli, ignoring the greatest view in Europe, worrying ourselves sick about yeah. Swansea playing Everton. Sounds of, great to me. No, no, that's the life of football. Just so fan, yeah. Exactly, it is. But just for once, you think just it's almost like you can write to them before and say just just this game. Just I know there are more important things in the world, but just can we just have a weekend? We don't have to. <laughs> I've had to do what I've, I've promised myself last year I'd never do it again writing down all the fixtures that are left and I've got it in my back pocket and I'm just, I keep Ed says well, you've got it on your phone it doesn't matter just, people on trains are looking at me going why is that bloke taking that piece of paper out of his pocket every five minutes going, <laughs> going, we're just, we're just why is he writing equations on the train why is he getting angry at WhatsApp he keeps, his WhatsApp keeps ticking <laughs> and he keeps going 9% 17th what are they going on about it's like, just, <laughs> Oh, that, remi- well, that, that reminds you. Could we mention that then? Because that was a what, Financial Times study. Uh, yeah, they've got a guy who does like uh, modelling. Not that sort of modelling, but f- uh, statistical modelling. Mm-hmm. And he's got a model that says that they probably a lot more likely than not that we stay up. They run it fifty thousand. What do you mean? Now that's already changed. <laughs> a lot more yeah. likely than not that we stay up. What are the numbers? You take you, you WhatsApp. Whatever. I'm, I'm getting on WhatsApp with you. That was the worst. Uh, <laughs> Like there's, there's a nine, there's a nine percent chance that we finish in seventeenth. They reckon. And yeah. I think it was about twelve percent that in sixteenth, and then nine percent of fifteenth, and then zero point one eighteen. Well, you can't even on the but, you can't even see the percentage for eighteen. But you've changed that this morning. You were saying financial times are virtually guaranteed, and now you're saying it's more likely than not that we'll stay up. So well, what are you saying? It's, it's no good, it, is it? it? I mean, it's oh, not... sorry, it's twenty-one percent likely that we finish in sixteenth. It's not guaranteed. Yeah, well, how per- what percent well, likely is it that we finish in eighteenth? You can't. It's so it's so faded because they fade them out the smaller they get. You can't read it. It's so unlikely you can't even read the number. Wow. Well, it's so good to know that modern football is played by percentages. Yeah, of course it is. And the trouble is as well, I will say this, and I'm sure some of the questions will be referring to the Oldham situation. Oh, I love but, it. But, no, 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 this is the reason I'm saying Literally it now. first question. This is the reason. <laughs> it's it's obviously. No, no, because it's relevant. But, but it no, is no, relevant. No, well, it is and it isn't, but the, dif- the difference is, the big difference is that we played Ipswich 
and won. And we're then nine points clear of Oldham with three games to go and a bit of goal difference. But did a lap of honour around the... Which, it was a lap of honour. That was a lap of honour, did it? With half the, I've never seen anything like it. With half the fans saying, what the... What yeah, you why get, are you doing this? Get back. That was a, that's what happened then. That's the difference. We haven't done a lap of honour right. this time. And also because we're aware that it happened, it's it less the, likely to happen. And we've got the whole game coming up. Let's be what, clear, yeah. what percentage be is it less likely to happen, do you think? What, the lap of honour? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want it to go at the last game of the season, that's all. Five extra times on those. Although, what's his name? Uh, Jose Mourinho did say this week that if United are in the Europa League final, which will be three days after the end of the season, that he will play the kids. Well, the thing is, well, then you know, the the kids will have a lot to prove, won't they? They'll be full of energy. (laughs) (laughs) What what, what is it, Andy? What is it? Swansea haven't strung any wins together since January. Now people are expecting to go back to back to back. No, I think Swansea. Well, it, the problem is Swansea got a really difficult game against Everton yes. there's no doubt because Everton will have a massive away support they'll be really stung by that terrible Chelsea performance Sunderland at Hull Sunderland will have Sunderland will fill their away end at Hull they'll be playing we've seen it when Newcastle beat Tottenham yeah. last season I think Newcastle after they got relegated 1-2 because yeah, teams well, get a bit of sort of freer yeah, don't of course they, they yeah. are you play a couple of people and you, t- you take a few risks and, yeah. and you know, their last home game of the season is against you know, whatever it is. Whatever, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, but also, you get to the end of the season and freak, weird things do happen sometimes, don't they? Yes. Teams do I mean, overperform sometimes. And I know Swansea yeah. haven't won, what is it, three consecutive games of the season, but whatever. So why is if it the Swansea are all of a sudden going to no, no, adopt the Champions League? No, no, exactly. But or we did. Sunderland, who are two places below them, won't. Yeah, no, it's not. Because things happen. No, there's no reason to assume that Swansea will... Will and we won't. Of course, there isn't. I mean, Swansea aren't suddenly a good team. Swansea got a, probably a deserved point against yeah. a weak Man United team, who again are really short, the really patched up yeah. back four. And I'm sure we, we can get the same point. But we will get, yeah, we'll get a point from our last three games. Swansea basically will have to win their last three games, yeah. and we have to lose. And I don't think. No, I'm, I, I, I can't see them. I, th- I can't see them beating Everton for a start off and they've got to go away to West Brom it is game. tough but yeah. you know we sudden, we pulled out title winning form in April yeah, yeah but that's so not it does good. happen well, it, it, we've got better footballers we've than got there. better players and it does, but no, you know that doesn't make a difference there's also, no the fact is we're not going to get there's this. a reason why people say we are not we mathematically we are not math- mathematically safe yet and we're not so no. there's, if you're not mathematically so safe there is a chance you can go down yeah, of course there's, there's, a there's a chance there's a chance that's the whole point we sat around this table week in week out to talk about the little minutiae of what we do otherwise what's the point we just do a pod once a year there's a chance there's a chance me there's a chance that Burnley, West Ham, Bournemouth can go down. Yeah. We're not the only ones. We're only a point behind three teams above us. And of course, as we know, somebody around this table won't mind if we do go down anyway because they'll win 95 pounds. Yeah, Andy. Well, the which JD. apparently was, will be enough of a... I'll, I'll, I'll be more than that if we go down. Somebody's treating <laughs> it. Yeah. Somebody's treating, really? club like, somebody's treating four, their club like a commodity. No, not four grand. I'm not that rich. Four quid. No. <laughs> Add a couple of zeros on. Well, I hope four you grand. enjoy it. 40,000. Well, the rest of us... <laughs> While well, the rest of us are desperately disappointed. So, by so can we just yeah. so you two, yeah, that's JD and Street for the listeners, have put bets on Palace going down. Yeah, but I've only put a five no, no, on. No, 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 it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. I don't. Have you? Have you? Have you both put bets on the Palace to go down? Yes, it's insurance, as I told you earlier. 
Street, can you ask the question, please? What lawyer in making money out of no. people's misery, shocker? So between you, you reckon that between you, the four hundred ninety-five pounds you win between you, yeah, you reckon will be enough con- will be consolation for? Well, I'm only getting ninety-five of that. Yeah, I'm but still, getting... between no, 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 no. you, you're joined at the hip as well. I'm just saying, it's more just like insurance. No, 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 no. It's you simply that well, what are you going to get You've, you're winning enough for one roll of flock wallpaper you nonce it's a yeah. just simple you put in money That's, it's a perfectly good wallpaper it's, yes it is but what sort 95 of pounds of the wallpaper apparently you think the 95 for throwing 9, 10 pound notes and a fiver up in the air is consolation for us I'm going to throw it up in the air I'm going to put it in my wallet yeah I know where you'll put it mate yeah <laughs> Any, anyway <laughs> <laughs> anyway um I mean, four, between four and a quid, that's a lawyer's lunch. That's yeah. fair enough. <laughs> basically, you, it's for you. That's, how, that's a night's worth. Recharge back anyway. For you, that's a, basically, he's winning an hour's worth of money. You're winning a night's worth of money. So, it's like, <laughs> technically, he's in the no, worst. But both of you should be thoroughly ashamed of yourself. Basically. But it does. Okay, but this whole, you know, the last ten minutes does that, prove. That, 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 I've that. heard that on this pod so many <laughs> times. Not it's lost me. all meaning. It does prove that you know it's still it's not cut and dry. There will be Palestinians out there who are still like me and James still. Yeah. Potentially a bit worried about it. And do you know the other reason now that I really, 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 really hope we stay up? Why? So you don't get your flock wallpaper. <laughs> so <laughs> you don't get your it. 95 quid. We'll see how happy... And I reckon you'll be more upset about losing 95 quid than about Palace. No. Oh, yeah, when sure. I see you at the yeah. beer festival... With no money, because Palace has stayed yeah. up. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's the only reason you'll be at the beer festival with 95 quid. Kev, yeah, can you buy me a drink? <laughs> yeah, Palace yeah. stayed up, I've got no money. 95 quid's worth of tokens. I'll have a straw- really half off. a pint of strawberry beer, please. <laughs> it's the only beer I have. Beer's disgusting. Um, Jesus. What? So, pod's beer's, beer's, beer's not very nice, is it? But, ple- but do it's go to the beer festival, people. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really great day out. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, okay, my final point then that I wanted to get to was um, Johan Kabai this season. I feel like on the pod we've gone from great, great player, doesn't perform, she'll be keeping this summer, she'll be not. But was Saturday an indication that actually we miss him more than we realise? And in particular, Luca misses him more than we realise when he's not here. He's uh, punched, doesn't provide a creative option. Goodbye. It's not so much the creative option, it's the fact that he's been doing that ferreting work sort of 20 yards further up the pitch, winning yeah. the ball off, mm-hmm. uns, uns, you know, doing the sort of work that in other teams the centre forward would be doing, that kind of... Yeah, yeah well, of course he missed it. He's, he's one of the players that you want to keep, of course he is. He's a yeah. quality footballer. But I feel like there's been a lot... He's got a lot of stick this season, and probably sometimes warranted, and a few games he's sort of strolled through sometimes. But he's... I mean, he's oh. 31, but he's clearly still... It's still a world class. I think it's got a lot to do with what Kev says. He's now playing in a position yeah, that, he's, that he's is preferable. He, he prefers playing further up the pitch. He's yeah. not world class. He's definitely not world class. He's, no, but he's a he's a decent, he's a decent he quality international. He's not world class. But how many players are genuinely? He's not. He's not messy world class, is he? But, no, but that's, a, that's not world class. No, he's not. He's a universal. He's a decent international. He's a decent quality yeah. international footballer yeah. of the sort that you would want in your yeah. in your yeah. team. Yeah. Uh, and of who we've probably got: Wilf, Benteke, Luca. Sacco, possibly Sacco, yeah. maybe Townsend. But you you want more players of that quality. You want more players of Kabai's quality. If thirty ones, nothing no. these days for a fit player. 
And there are rumours that the rumours linking him to Marseille, like, do not go away, they're constantly around. But well, it's the same as the rumours of Wilf and Tot. I mean, well, Kabai's one that you would having said that, I would love him to stay. I he's sort of fifth on my list of players that I'd be upset if we lost yeah. him, see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just feel like on yeah. Saturday and he just he suddenly realised oh he it also makes you realise again, as we said as Andy said earlier, where where are the options once he's not yeah, What's well, because MacArthur's yeah. not really a similar player. Fellaini's not that similar to it. None of them do no, what Kabai does. No, 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 not with the same energy or skill. No, or, exactly. Or, or, yeah. And just on Wilf, really briefly there, um, there were reports today, I believe, that Tottenham have potentially cooled their interest, as the papers would say, I saw that because really. of Wilf playing in, in AFCON. Which seems like okay. a weird reason, personally, to pull out. But I don't think well, we've discussed it on this paper before. talk, is it? Hasn't AFCON happened only at the start of this year? Well, it's every January. It's every January. It's every, it's every January. January. Every January. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. I thought it was every other year. It's every January. I'm pretty sure it's every January. Yeah. Yeah. Can we? Can we? Well, look, tell you what. During the break. During the break. We'll look part one party. We will look up when Afcon is. Uh, and after the break, we've got questions from our listeners. So we'll see you in a bit. Welcome back to this week's Five Year Plan Podcast. Hooray! Pod 213, sponsored by Vector Printing for all your print embroidery needs. Go to vector.co.uk, that's Vector with a K. 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 And JCIS, a global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com. I will. Oh, good, straight in there. Yeah. Um, and then we'll go to the bookies to pick up our yeah. Judas money. Mm. Oh, God. Um, you should be thanking me. And do you know why you should be thanking me? I've got yeah, no, not because of Af- Afcon. I'm not responsible for Afcon. You should be thanking not what me. I heard. That's 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 a scurrilous rumor. You should be thanking me because I am terrible at gambling. I lose virtually every bet that's the other I thing ever behind it. That's the other thing. You try to weasel out of it. You tempt the gambling gods. The pair of you are weaseling. I mean, it didn't work the, on Saturday, but... You tempt, now you've upset all the Christians and the Muslims and the Hindus. You tempt the gambling gods. There are no gambling gods. Just two greedy men. Mammon. Mammon, yeah. Anyway, That'd be a good cookery series, wouldn't these two? Wouldn't it? Two mm. greedy men going around putting bets on football clubs to get relegated. What, what's that got to do with cooking? Can we make quinoa? His backstory. His can, can we go back to you researching Afcon? Because before the break, we said that there's an. Afcon. I didn't need to research Afcon. You I knew it was no. every other year, and it was every there other was, year. There was a mix-up for them. There was a, a there, were the two, there were two in a row. Yep, they, okay. well, so it does it does kind of make. This rumour that Spurs don't want to sign Wilf because of playing in AFCON, a bit ridiculous seeing as the next one is not till 2019. But yeah, Maybe they want to sign him for more than a year. I don't know. I don't know. I don't weird. Know. weird. It's, anyway. it's one of those things where a team who don't want to sign him now don't need an excuse not to sign yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, That's hopefully they don't. Good. We obviously don't want him to sign him. Question time. I've got a question here from Andy O. Okay, Hi, Andy, Andy O. Andy, Andy Oldham. <laughs> It's well, I'd say this. I still want to know. It's the same Andy who used to sing for Blue Zoo and Modern Jazz. It's funny you say that because he has said it's been discussed on the part on the pod in the past. If I am a Andy, the bass guitarist from Oasis, is he the bass guitarist from no, Oasis? No, that's Andy Bell. Or B, Andy O, lead singer from Blue Zoo. Yeah, I can confirm. I'm neither. Sadly. Well, uh, do you know what Andy? He's more likely. See, I'm not an expert, but I would say he's more likely to be Andy O. What's his name? Andy O. And, well, he, his, so, his BBS username is and O C P F C. So I assumed Andy O, maybe and I don't know. Anyway, so he's, that's a big assumption. So you've been adding the Y. 
I have been. I didn't oh, know Jesus why. Oh, well, no wonder we're all confused. <laughs> I've been misreading it. Anyway, <laughs> he, does, he says, although he says, although I do play the guitar, he's put, albeit, or is it albeit? Albeit, yeah. Not as good as the fellas above. Please pass this on to Kevin. JD slash street team, <laughs> not in this. That's fair enough. Yeah. Never heard of them um, anyway. Tar very much. So no question, but at least that clears oh, that fine. up. Oh, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for wasting our time, Andy. Well, no, what's strange about that is you said, you said I've got... A, you did say I've got a question here from... It's not a question. It's just that I've been holding on to that until you've both been on the pod. So I've just wanted to oh, get oh, that. Oh, yeah, I been, see. I've been right. on my list even though, weeks. even though yeah, I don't yeah. get a mention by Andy O. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Andy O flipping heck. Why did we join that WhatsApp group? If right you, now, if right now, Will Saha has listened to this pod on 10 to and that, that question does not relate to me. Yes. Yeah, yeah. why, why, why have you let on gone talking of Will? Yeah. I didn't say that. You did. Anyway, some actual questions. Is he our potential special guest, Will? So much we do have a special guest, don't we? Yeah, next no, we do. Next it's week. not Will. Yeah. No. Oh, right. it's, no, not Will. it's not Will. It's not Will. Is he Will. Andy O? No. <laughs> and, Ando. 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 Are we allowed to name him yet? No. Oh, okay. it's, a, it's a special special guest. Which oh, we will is reveal it, is in, it the, in is time. It the bloke has been put in prison for beating up an eagle. We, is it, he well, the guest? guy's a Charlton fan, so why would we invite a yeah. Charlton oh, fan? Just, no. just laugh at them. Fair point. Right, questions. James. Hi, yep. James. At second, at <laughs> second suitor. This guy's oh, right, tweet, right. has, just, has just simply put older. No, well, I think we've covered. <laughs> we've covered older. There is. Uh, it, it takes. It really does. I'm sure. Other Why does it annoy you so much? It doesn't annoy me. Oh, it doesn't it, no, I felt, I felt no, no. It just, it's just there. It's. Well, no, you were there at yeah, the time. It's I just was there. I watched the that, game. I was. It's just. It, it was an unlikely set of circumstances at the time, and uh, you know, but it just feeds into the the. The myth that we all think that but unlikely that, things happen in football. Yeah, we were the when the year when four teams went down, we were the fourth team to go exactly. down. We mm-hmm. went down with the highest points total. Yeah, we yeah, never went it, to Europe. We should have. Yeah, yeah, things it do. Happens to Palace, doesn't it? Only Palace, yeah, and no other football club. I'd think we've got diff- we've got a different manager. We've got a diff- we've got a different set of players. We've got a nice long rest. I'm not okay. Right, well, is there, does, I mean, it's, it's it's Palace fans your age. You don't quite. Well, no, but we yeah, hear about it. it. We've, yeah. we're, we've been constantly told about yeah. about Oldham, so we're still aware of it, even if we weren't yeah. around. But yeah. yeah, we're Oldham now, basically. Yeah. Where are they? Charlton, come on, yeah. Charlton, the last team to relegate. They're in exactly the same location as they've always been. Exactly, geographically. Charlton were the last team to relegate, weren't they? Yeah. I think Oldham's Greater Manchester, isn't it? Will Thomas. Hi, Will. Hi, Will Thomas. And Popester. Oh, I've both, both said similar question, and that is: Is Streety still convinced we're safe? <laughs> yes. Good. Why okay. little, little chuckle? <laughs> that was a nice chuckle, wasn't he's it? He's so convinced we're safe. He's, he's been, he's been texting. Chuckle. We are. I've been. I know, I've been. I've been laying my bets. <laughs> <laughs> Oldham to stay on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this question is from Russell. Hi Russell. Hi, Russell. He says, while explaining to my twelve-year-old son about the roller coaster ride that is supporting Palace, I got to thinking: Has the last three or so weeks been just about one of the most bizarre but magnificent in the club's history? I think the, the Burnley result has. I'm sure there's a word that statisticians use. Totally. St- Skewed it. If you if you take that out, mm. the last three weeks have been brilliant. Yeah, it's yeah. an outlier. Is that what it is? Yeah, like a crusader fought in uh, what? the what Middle Ages. An outlier. An outlier. Just yeah. yeah. Okay. If you've got a statistical trend, right, and, and it's one that's massively out with right. that statistical trend, it's an outlier. Yeah, you, you have to. Oh, okay. Thank I you, think, I think I think we do well to remember the situation the club were in when Allardyce took over. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that it didn't look much better six weeks later. We looked doomed. We looked doomed. And then, yes, of course, since the 
well, it's before the Chelsea result, but yeah, this has been a remarkable month. And, you know, mm. there's still people going, oh, well, good job we beat the Chelsea, Arsenal and Liverpool because we'd be in trouble. It's like, yeah, yeah, it is a good job we beat yeah, 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 we yeah. did. But, mm-hmm. And again, you wouldn't put it past us to get points off of City and United and do it that way. But yeah, it has been a remarkable month. And, and <clears throat> at the end of the season, staying up will actually still be quite a considerable achievement. Yeah. From Anadice, to be perfectly honest, but it's just, as I keep saying, it just can't keep happening because you do end up, you get a club mentality like Sunderland's have when eventually it becomes an inevitability. When you find, mm. you know, Ellis Short, to all intents and purposes, is a good, decent man and a good, sensible owner of a club mm. who's made poor decisions in terms of the infrastructure over the over the years, in terms of club wages, and eventually it catches up with you and you have to break the cycle. But you, I mean, you, you, I remember a fun thing you said on the pod years ago, possibly, which was at, at some point, Palace is going to go down again. At some point yeah, at in some, the future. Every, every club in the, in the Premier League, bar six, will be in the Championship or whatever its equivalent is in the next 10, 15 years. And, but that doesn't mean I want it to happen now to get it out of the no. way. But I guess it means but enjoy it while you can. And yeah, what, what it means is, that I think inevitably at some stage it will be a Premier League too because there are so many clubs, even in the Championship now, that uh, are big clubs. Big yeah, clubs, yeah. yeah. The likes of Leeds and Forest and Premiership yeah. two. Yeah, I've always said there'll be. Yeah. I, I think it's inevitable. So you think Premiership one and they'd have like 10, 10 teams in each? Maybe? I think it'll be more. I think it, in twelve. I think you'll be looking at eighteen. T- I think inevitably the way football finances are going, and it's a conversation for another time. Okay, I'll show I, I think no, I think within. <laughs> I think within 10 years it'll be a Premier League 1 a Premier League 2 of about 36 clubs and then two regional divisions below that oh really yeah so I don't think the finances for lower clubs simply you can't ask you can't ask clubs like Plymouth to go to Hartlepool no and and then there might be a a buffer league in between that feeds into them but it it, it will be eventually it will be and eventually a club like Everton will be in trouble and they'll say well this can't be right and you know, there'll be a European league and there'll be uh, and where, will Pal- where will Palace be in that? Probably well we still the thing is we are top. it's just getting to the stage where it's getting the excitement of just being in the Premier League is wearing off a little bit now Yeah. and now we've got the excitement recently of competing with big teams Yeah. and you want that week in week out but without the monotony of mucking about against so what is the aim for a team like Palace then because well we have discussed this before and it's not just it's not just finishing 10th every season it is, it is it is all to do with how people perceive you as a club it's all to do whether you want to be Everton or whether you want to be Stoke and West Brom and that's no yeah. reflection on Stoke and West Brom but do you want to be a club that are on the verge of mm. the European mm. places so that can attract big players and play attractive football or do you want simply for survival to be your your mission every season because once survival is your mission every season you pretty much get locked into that and then West Brom you will go down eventually West Brom according to a study by the CIS Football Index I believe it's called this week most overperforming team in the Premier League this season really interesting uh, do you know where Palace are on that where the third most underperforming team third most underperforming the whole season only West Ham and Sunderland how do they base that though on based on league position versus uh, spend Oh, so, oh, it's, so it's a financial right. thing. So it's, 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 right. okay. it's, uh, well, sub- it's still subjective rather than yeah. That. Yeah, I guess because so, you buy somebody in the January transfer window, they're inflated prices. Yeah. And to be so, f- and to be fair, yeah. the people we've bought in the January transfer window, have all done really well. Yes, they they've have. actually been really good yeah. for us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, next question is from Chris Brown. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Brown. He says all this talk of turning the corner recently, which we have said on what the pod. What was the last question? Now, did we get into that long conversation? Uh, I can't remember. It was very good. Uh, oh, it was from Russell, wasn't it? Talking about yeah. um, 
The roller coaster that is. Oh, yeah, we did answer it, yeah. yeah. Um, So Chris Brown says, all this talk of turning the corner, which is we have said on the pod a few times in the last few uh, episodes, is it not about time that we finally accept we are forever stuck on a bloody roundabout? (laughs) (laughs) It's a fair It's a a good point. And you know what? It's exactly what we're talking about. It's exactly what Kev's just been talking about. Do we just want to keep being on this roundabout? Yeah. And maybe we're getting tired of going round and getting a bit dizzy. Maybe maybe that's just part of being a palace man. Maybe, yeah, but it is, you know, but... I think you know. I think we are on this roundabout. But what you want to, you just want to see you. What? How do you want Palace to be? The Everton's rather than the West yeah. Brom's. But you also want to see progress. You want to see. Yeah, that's, you yeah. want to see progress at the ground. You want to see the infrastructure, the ground change. Yeah. I'd like to see. The, I'd like to see it get bigger. Yeah. I'd like to see the effects of the club wider. You just like to just to become more established as a Premier League club and get bigger and bigger, yeah. and just so it becomes the norm that kids around the area naturally support Palace rather than go and support Chelsea or Arsenal well, or I, I think and that's, and that's progress yeah. for me that's progress yeah. I, I think to be fair I mean I suppose you, you could say especially older Palace fans if we do stay up fifth season in the Premier League it's just remarkable compared yeah. to where we've been in the past mm, club record but in terms of well second season in the Premier League was club record yeah. wasn't it? So, <laughs> no, sorry it, it was, um, yeah. fifth season in top, oh, in top right. Oh, right, yeah. okay. but I think Interestingly, the club are coming to grips with certainly Valadice days. The infrastructure will change, mm-hmm. but also uh, expanding the, the I don't know what the word is the reach into the community no. with yeah. with the new foundation launch. Yeah. That is so much more resources. I mean, again, that's another reason to stay up. I and mean, if we go down, we lose another lose hundred thousand quid yeah. immediately from for charity stuff and mm-hmm. whatever. But that that is something that's probably taken the club three seasons longer than it should have done right? Yeah. and the owners of the club will admit that their first priorities were staying up and it's only now that they've really taken seriously and that yeah. the, but that goes back Palace, into what James is saying absolutely yeah, yeah. And, that, and, yeah. That, and I think and the, the fact for, the, for all the remarkable stuff that we already do in the community and I'm only just learning that now we will be doing more and more stuff in the years to come and the fact is that's brilliant for its, for its own purpose but also cynically it does mean you will get you'll attract young fans because yeah. It, in the, yeah. that's the important thing in the long run. You have to attract the new fan base. You have to, you know, that guy's talking about Russell's talking about his twelve-year-old son and explaining yeah. that you have to. And, and at the moment, you've probably got yeah, his twelve-year-old son's not really been on the roller coaster in a way because he's twelve-year-old son. These are the, the, the glory days. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, um, okay. Next question from Alan Rowell. Hi, Alan. Hi, Alan. Hi, Alan. I'm going to put this one to Andy. He Alan. says. How does the Burnley defeat compare to the Sunderland defeat? Ooh, I don't think question. it's any even in the same stratosphere. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no? absolutely no. That felt like a proper Nadir, didn't it, the, uh, the Sunderland match? And I didn't leave the Burnley match until 85 minutes, where Sunderland was out on 44. <laughs> Sorry. The Sunderland game, in a way, the Sunderland game. The, bookies. The, the Sunderland game, in a way. <laughs> Was that not actually that some that we then went on that run after that? So was that? Well, we that's I don't have a gambling problem. We Kevin seem to be implying. Well, but also, and of course, because I'm an old man, it doesn't occur to me that you you, you have to go to bookies to put them. These labyrinths still open. We actually, you could say in a way that something game that that changed our season. We, we lost, that, no, we we lost to Stoke after. We lost to Stoke. But yeah. I mean, we got we, true. We got better at Stoke, didn't we? And then we went on that run. But we we almost had to get. Had to hit rock bottom. That was where it was rock bottom, wasn't it? Yeah. To get to get better. Well, I was in the hospital in Halifax with Dad, who was very ill at the time, and I'd like to say, as a grown-up human being, uh, it didn't have any importance at all. But it was, it was. <laughs> 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 so 
trying to break that to me, Dad, in a hospital in Halifax. But um, <laughs> nothing wrong before half time, no, no, it's not, it's not the Halifax as such. It's just it's not it's not South West London. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's far from South West London. It, I, I think the thing is, we I think we all agree that we have a manager who probably for the yeah. People could recognise problems, but only had a limited number of ways of getting around. I think we've got a manager who won't allow. Yeah. And his, his track record with us already in the last four months, five months with January, proves that given the opportunity, he can make the right decisions. Yeah, and until the Tottenham game, we were still second in the current form table. Yeah. Current form yeah. table yeah. Yeah. Okay, and the next question is from Adam Monk. Hello, Hi, Adam. And he says, Is Loic Remy? The second worst loan signing for us ever, Bamford <coughs> being the f- worst, I would say. Well, we can't say he's bad because we haven't really seen him play, have we, to be honest? We've hardly seen him, Bits apart from running around. He's got a good haircut. <laughs> yeah. He's much, I know we say this every time, but he's much smaller than you. Mm. I think that's a... a I mean, st- statistically, place. then yes, he is. If you looked at his uh, assists and goals... Uh, and said he played every game he'd go well he's clearly rubbish mm. but I think we were all really excited when we got him and we thought yeah. that was a brilliant bit of business and it's quite you can't you simply can't you judge can't, him and you, you can't, can't I mean, him, unfortunately. you can't judge him on coming on for whatever it was on Saturday, Saturday. and you, again he's one of those players who probably like Gale needs to play up with a yeah. next to Benteke well, rather needs than play. well, he needs yeah. to play, but he needs to play next to Benteke rather than Would you, instead um, of. But you, you, when you look at the bench and you see Lowry, you'd rather see Lowry Remy on the bench than well, Bamford is than Bamford. Well, yeah, yeah. Would you, Bamford's not even getting a sniff back in, in the. Well, that's because he's just not very good. Um, would you make a, a, another loan move or a permanent move or something for Remy? Would you would you pursue that? Do you I think there's enough f- there? A fully fit like Remy would be great. That's be a good thing, surely. But. I mean, I think the difficulty is persuading him to stay because we're not going to play four four two. Yeah, that's true. And he's not going to play instead of no. Benteke. No, that's true. But we do but need. Do we need more strikers in the summer? Like, I know we've well, got. I think Remy would we've be. We've got Connor, haven't we? But I think Remy would be. Connor's only an option if we're in a championship. To be perfectly honest, you think? I, yes, I think so. If we want to be a top class Premier League team, then. We shouldn't be saying Conor Wickham somebody we can look forward to. He's a good, he's a as good a, strike. As a backup to Benteke? Yeah. Well, yeah, as a more as possibly, a backup, yeah. yeah. But I, yeah, but I'd, I'd look do at, a thing we do need to look for. I'd look at Remy as, a, as an option out wide. Okay. Quite pacey, isn't he? He's clearly got the pace and he's clearly yeah. intelligent. And he's Okay, speaking of um, other transfers, Chris Emmanuel. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Uh, uh, hi, very, Chris. very nice guy, Chris. Uh, we, we like Chris, don't he's we? He's a good guy, he's a good guy. Which one's Chris? Chris Emmanuel. You met him in the post. Yeah, you've met him. He spends a lot of time slagging me off. That's that's everyone. Chris, did I meet him on Saturdays? I won't remember. Chris says, if we sign Mama Sacco, Mm -hmm. uh, which obviously we all hope we do in the summer, do we keep Damo as a backup for another year or do we ship him out? Ship. He's been a great (laughs) servant to the club. Love the guy. Yeah. But I think his time's. If you've got. Yeah, I echo everything James says, but. At the moment, the the order of centre backs is Sacco, Tompkins, Tompkins Dan, Dan, Kelly. Kelly. Would you Delaney. put? I maybe even put Kelly ahead of Dan. Ahead of Dan. I think I probably would do it. I think, I think one. Of the, I think, at the moment, I would. Yeah. I think one of the good things that's come out of the injuries is that Kelly has been playing has in, been his, playing right in his right position and he's playing Thank goodness at last and he's playing really well. If it was Kelly and Tompkins, Kelly and Sacco, Kelly and Dan. <laughs> And the fact is that Delaney is still a, d- a decent player. There's no doubt about that. But 
it comes back to the conversation we just had. If you want to improve as a Premier League team, yeah. then mm. it's time to say goodbye to not just the Leighton, Flamini, Ward. I don't know, I don't... I think maybe he's... I'd know, be happy with Ward as... You know, there's rumours about Trippier. I'd be happy with Ward as a backup. The problem is, right, there are I mean, left, on the left side, we're going to have Schlupp, Van Arnholt, possibly Suarez. Suarez, right yeah, we're okay. Yeah. problem so, is, there's, there's, not, there's just not many decent right-backs out there. There's just a real I lack think, of I quality. Think, I think... We'll make a bid for Trippier. Yeah, but I mean, there's rumours that Walker's going to leave Spurs. So then you think well, Trippier would, would be... I think Walker would I be didn't, looking... I didn't like Walker when I, he played us. I thought he was awful. I think Walker would be looking... The other one is Kieran Gibbs, but he's a much better mm. attacker than he is defender. I, I think... I'd, it, it, like you said, the problem is there is an absence of... You know, you can't. It's hard to put your finger on how many good right-backs there are. I, don't, yeah, I, don't I, think I, think Ward's, I think Ward's done all right, but... We might be able to. Out. We might be able to find a right back from the same same area we found Luca because we know nobody heard of Luca mm. before. Yeah, we know, yeah, we know yeah, we're scouting there's, now. There's, there's yeah, a whole yeah. scouting network out there. We don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some hopefully somebody's going to come in and we'll go. Who the heck's that? And they're going to yeah, be, yeah. Gonna be like Luca. So let's not be too despondent. Okay. Um, we still got, got Zeki. We can swip on, yeah. swap into the right side. <laughs> Poor Zeki. Um, Lee, but I think we should stress as well, by the way, that none of this is a reflection on. Delaney's contributions. No, of course not. There would there would um, not be if he left in summer. There would not be any Palace fans giving him anything but praise and thanks. Absolutely. Yeah, same with Punch. He's a warrior. Same with Punch. Same yeah. with Wardy. Probably if he went. Yeah, I don't I think, think he will. But yeah. No, Wardy's never. I mean, Wardy's never let. I mean, it's a, Wardy's never let. Us surprising down. amount of games he's played for his job. Yeah, yeah. How many yeah. has he played? Surprising amount. Well, he's yeah. been first choice. Well, he's been first choice right back since 2012. Yeah. Really? So, yeah. Wow. Nine hundred thirty-four. <laughs> Anyway, um, the next question. <laughs> oh no, that's the amount of money these two are going to win. Yeah. Yeah. Is from Lee Ayres. Hi, Hi Lee. Uh, Lee Ayres' questions are about uh, Steve Parrish on BT Sport after the Which I didn't Burnley see. game. Did you I guys see him go on? I didn't see no, I was, no, answered, I was, He answered a range of questions. I was at the game. I didn't see um, It was on the internet afterwards. Um, so what? Lee's got two questions, and he says Parrish on BT Sport. Should fans boycott Sainsbury's until they sell us the land? Parrish talked about this being a stumbling... goes back to what you were saying about the stadium. Right. This being a stumbling block. I'm just not sure that 20,000 people are going to be able to put a dent in. A <laughs> John Sainsbury, yeah, it's just... A supermarket. I, I mean, that is going to be a big stumbling block. and it's, it's been a big stumbling block for some time now. The presence of Sainsbury's on that plot. Mm-hmm. You just got to hope that they can come to a mutually agreeable solution of some sort because... A few Palace fans boycotting a few Sainsbury's branches is just a drop in the ocean, really, for a company yeah. of that size. Unfortunately, well, it also, I think yeah. I think also for what I can gather, it's slightly more complicated than just yeah. so there's like a 15 yard area of disputed land. I think it's slightly more complicated than just Sainsbury's. There's a there's a sort of 15 yard disputed area of ownership around the corner where one of the smaller properties is. I think. I think Sainsbury's would probably be quite happy to be part of any development, but mm. you know they're a multinational, mm. multi-million pound corporation who probably think that they can make some money out of the whole, yeah. the whole thing. But I yeah, want to know, what, it'll be a, I want know when you buy your season ticket why you don't get nectar points. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, why don't they work don't together? Know. You're right, but there is a problem. Work, to work together. Let's get some points in there. Get, yeah, there's a problem. Work together, there's yeah. a problem with that whole area where the club shop is. There's a little. It's, it's like four or five different owners down right. there, so it's 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 it all, complicated. But we're, I mean, you've got problems on the other side with access to light and yeah. But I think the main stand there. is the one they want to do first, isn't it? And similar to the Liverpool yeah. thing, yeah, building, yeah, it behind the building behind and, and then and then yeah. It'd be nice. I mean, we we talk about it on the pod every time. I mean, this progress. It would be nice to actually see a bit of 
a bit of progress in the stadium. Well, yeah. Make us feel more like progress like yeah, you were saying. Do you know yeah. what? I'm, I'm less fussed about the stadium because actually inside the stadium, apart from, I mean, the Alpha weight needs sorting out drastically and soon because it is dangerous yeah. down there and, and frankly tedious now, to be perfectly honest. Because you know, it's just it's it's nice to be shoulder to shoulder with complete strangers in the ground, but not when you're trying to drink a beer afterwards. But when you look at the facilities in the rest of the ground, they are actually head and shoulders above what they used to be. Yeah, yeah. And I'm more I'm more concerned with getting the the like the training ground right and getting the academy right because I think you attract players more so by yeah they they only see the ground. Yeah, nine, 19 times a season so yeah. and what the players see is perfectly nice so it's yeah. it's the facilities outside it that you want to uh, attract them to so I actually think we've done we got rid of that bloody mural for a start off so I think yeah, I, I, I actually don't think that mural yeah I actually don't think things are too bad at the stadium but Okay. There's also the fact that fans do need to remember that stadium developments and all the planning issues and all that sort of stuff, it takes years and years and years. Yeah, and, years. and of course, yeah. and also what fans need Chelsea to remember. Chelsea's been doing it for like 10 years for yeah, years. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. absolutely. Or, yeah. So Tottenham, the, the whole Tottenham thing has taken a long time, and so that was mainly down years. to one property that yeah. refused to be bought out by Tottenham, basically, and, and rightly so. So all that takes. But also, you have to remember is that whatever change happens, 50% of the Palace fans will moan about that change for the next <laughs> yeah. 15 years anyway. So Have you seen the, the plans for Tottenham Stadium? It's, it's proper nice. USB, USB sticks and heated seats. Really? In some, in some, so in Tom, some bits. Well, be careful so what you wish. Tom. Well, and in the meantime, what are going to happen? What's going to happen? Why would you want a USB stick when you're well, there to watch a flipping football game? Well, have, well, so he can put his bets on. How do you think? <laughs> of course, yeah, of course. I thought Wenger was actually quite... Heated seats. I thought Wenger was quite intelligent about Wenger talking about how long it took Arsenal to Believable. feel comfortable at the new stadium. Mm. Sometimes be careful what you wish for. West Ham yeah, fans hate yeah. the new yeah. stadium. Yeah. Also, Tottenham heated seats. I've been on them in cars. Yeah. It makes you feel like you've wet yourself. It absolutely does, yeah. I'm not having heated seats. I'm not having heated seats. Mid-December, it'd be great. When does it ever get just cold enough? Wear, some, some, wear, some, wear, wear long trousers. All the time. Put some weight on. You're in the press box. You're in the press box. I've got my body issues. I'm tired of Bovril. Put a jumper on. Yeah. Your body issues. You're just, Bloody you're hell. Two blokes between them. But <laughs> okay, you, nothing to you. But also on top of USB port for your flipping phone. Do me a favour. Make sure your phone's charged up before you get to the ground for the whole 90 minutes. Or don't take your phone. Talk to don't your mate. take my phone. Talk to it's 2017. Come on. Talk to your mates for 90 How many phone calls do you make during the game? Take your carrier pigeon. Like, no one makes phone like calls. Jerry Francis yeah. over it. No one makes phone <laughs> Jerry calls. Jerry Francis. <laughs> That's unfair. He was a, no, no, it's, it's not. Like Jerry, no, Jerry Francis was a pigeon fancier. Oh, and, I see. Oh, collector. No, no, antiques collector and pigeon fancier. Yeah, so. yeah. Right. But also, look, Tottenham as well. They've got to play a whole season at, uh, at Wembley. Yeah. At Wembley. Oh, just, them, yeah. just as next year, you'd probably argue that they could be for the first time favourites to win the Premier League title. Mm. And they won't. Because they struggle. Because yeah, it's not, it's just never the same. When so, you, does when that mean play. for the first game next season, we can just sing Wembley, Wembley? No, Wembley. Brian, Brian tweeted that already, to, and it oh, was oh. the most Tim Pot thing on Twitter all week. They tweeted K Sera because Spurs had made their announcement oh, that they're playing geez. next season at Wembley. Do you know what I hope then? I hope that Tottenham's last game of the season is at home to Brighton and it's in the new stadium. And it relegates them. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, Edward would then Alan Pardew be upset though because he thinks he'll be good for the uh, Premier League. Let's not talk about Pardew. Um, so Lee has had another bit on the question, which okay, is really? another bit relating to. Paris, <laughs> you already said no, Paris. Because Paris said something about uh, new deals, and he said players never come to me. They always come. They always come to a chairman and say, "I want more money." They never come to a chairman and say, "I don't think I've paid well enough for this contract." Can I have a can I have a, a pay decrease? Yeah, that's yeah, but, pretty obvious, isn't it? Yeah. yeah but, well, I don't think is there any is there anybody who works in the NHS or for the music business who it applies to everybody of course any any manager any owner of a cl- shop go yeah they never come to me so I haven't done very well don't, can I not have less money no, no of course they don't in the same way that you won't go to them and say you had a particularly good game today do you want more money yeah. anyway so and I'm, I'm still like going to ask the question no ask the question I like Steve Paris, but that's a crass thing to say isn't it so, yeah. they don't deal with him anyway do they face to face I don't know I don't know I don't know the working it sounds like the sort of thing you get in a Times editorial yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. These British Leyland workers in 1970, no, these people are on strike. Well, they should be saying, Three day week. Oh, I'm oh, taking less money. Anyway, okay, well, let's do this quickly. Dear then, sir, we'll I bought a kebab today that was substantially less. <laughs> I think it's been a while since you've read the Times if you think the columns about kebabs. Well, they would spell it in the old fashioned way with the kebab. The kebab, yeah. yeah anyway, Lee says, which Palace players should go and tell Paris they deserve a pay cut? Pay cut? Well, it depends. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but nobody, there's nobody palpably not making the, you know. You're basically asking us who's John Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're talking about people who are not playing football, but that's not their fault. They're not being selected. You know, if they were bought by different managers mm. and they're not fancied by a different manager, we, we're now implying that they should be saying, uh, oh, I know I'm in the squad, I'm not getting on the bench, I'm quite happy not to get paid. It's not... It's like you as a lawyer, if you you get relegated to some flashing case, you know, do you go, I'm not clearly not getting paid enough? Yeah. A flashing case? Yeah, flashing the pan case, yeah, you know, like so it's not reported. Whatever. So yeah, you get some someone exposes himself on the London Underground mm. and you get given that. Do you go, I didn't come into the business for this, I'm not Or do you thrive on that? Or do you thrive I, I, on do you know what? Yeah. I always wondered when this podcast would get below oh. Jason Jason <laughs> Cundy and Adrian and Durham levels of dialogue. It's taken until pod two one three. But I think guys we're there. we've done it. It was it's, always gonna happen. We've done it. It, well, it, was well, gonna happen. it really this is the end because, of the season, isn't it? This is because you got asked to do that. Flashing case. Exposing, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. It's your particular area of expertise, isn't it? Last couple of questions. I won though. And speaking the man Speaking point of, <laughs> speaking of end of the season, Sinead Smith Hi, Sinead. Has, Sinead. has said, other than Wilf, who would be your player of the year? Wilf. Other than Wilf? Wilf. Sacco. Sacco. Oh, for eight, eight, games. Games. eight games. Eight games. Eight games. The impact. Hennessy. The impact. Hennessy's kept us up. It's just Wilf. It's Wilf full stop. It can't be anybody now else. Now you're just embarrassing yourself. <laughs> if you can pick uh, Lombardo as a legend of all time after 48 games, you can have Sacco as a player of the season for one season after eight. I think in terms of in terms of in terms of his impact. In terms of impact and in terms of he's it'll probably upset the other players and Sam, but he's certainly getting the credit for yeah, well the the good result. Yeah, you you probably would have yeah, probably would look at um, but, it's, but it is, but it is Wilf. It's Wilf, though. It is Wilf, isn't it? Yeah, Did he win last year? Yeah, yeah. Um, we we have managed to get through two games where Palace let in three goals uh, without talking about Wayne Hersey. Mm. I feel like Andy's maybe being restrained. I don't know. We have had a question from Stinky on the BBS. Hi, Stinky. Stinky. Hi, Simon. Which I believe is our friend Simon. <laughs> um, and um, that is Simon. It is. Oh, it's it Stinky. Is. His public school name is that how you knew him? No, he's a Labrador, isn't he? Oh. They smell quite bad. He's, he's from Labrador. 
No, he is the Labrador. So we'll explain later. He, and his, uh, his question simply says, Hennessy, discuss. <laughs> I'll tell you what, how about Hennessy, listen? <laughs> While Andy goes into... I mean, is there anything to say about Hennessy this week? He doesn't dig you out of a hole, ever. Anything low and hard beats him. He doesn't save you points. He's had a couple of competent performances recently. At Chelsea away, he played pretty solidly, made yeah. some fairly decent, saves. albeit routine saves, <laughs> quite a few of them. Yeah, but yeah. He, he won't ever win you points. And he won't ever dig you out of a hole. He won't ever do anything spectacular that if your defence has been pretty poor all match, he'll just do something that is, is points winning. And he hasn't done it all season. He hasn't done it all last season. And even, for example, on Saturday against Burnley, you know, if you've got a, a goalkeeper who wins your points, even though the rest of the teams play terribly, you might get dug out of a hole. You're I'm not, not sure he could learn anything about either goal. It's team. hard. It's hard. Yes, he could. You could. I think. Yeah, you yeah, could. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah positioning wise, and I think yeah. first one is so close range. I'm not, I'm not it's hard, sure about that. It's hard to quantify how many points a keeper can can win. I thought. I thought criticism of him against Tottenham. The Tottenham guy, I thought that was slightly unfair. That was so well hit. It was a long, 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 long way out. He it was said, a long way he, out. He said he saw it late. It was moving away from him. Of course he said that. It was moving away. You could argue that he should take... And they kind of implied criticism on, on Sky because he, he is a tall keeper. But it went through two players. Delaney kind of sort of went for it and then went away from it. So And it was moving away and it did bounce in front of him. So I think that was harsh. But the, the thing is as well, you... You could apportion blame. The, the fact is, the ball shouldn't have got where it did for to, to beat Hennessy, which doesn't sound yeah, yeah. logical. No, that's but true. Yeah. The fact is, that if you've got Hennessy, won't give you what Sacco does. If you've got a defence under pressure mm. for ten minutes, whereas Sacco or Luca or Jedi in the past or other keepers would just be punching people and pushing people around yes. and shouting, he doesn't. Mm. He doesn't do that. He's he's reactive rather than. Proactive, you can sense there isn't the same confidence between Kelly, Delaney, and Hennessy as there has been between other combinations. He went through a few games where he was in Chelsea game in particular, where he was coming and punching at the right time and relieving pressure. He went through a couple of games where he's at the end of the Liverpool game when he managed to punch it into one of our players. But he sort of got it in his head. I think he was responding to Sacco. He clearly Sacco was talking to him all the time, and also the important thing I think as well is. You notice that, especially in the, the Chelsea games, the Liverpool games, that Sacco was congratulating Hennessy. Mm-hmm. Virtually everything he did, Sacco was like turning around, well done, well done. It's like. Was it in the Liverpool game? Because he wasn't playing. No, sorry, not the Liverpool game, the um, Arsenal game, Arsenal. The, yeah. the Chelsea away game. He was constantly talking to him. Sacco is so important for this squad, not just on the pitch, but he clearly he's getting that, on people off it, it as well. Well, that's yeah. something that you don't get from Hennessy, see. You, do, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. you don't get that character, I think, in the. And the league where you, oh, you need so many characters and the goalkeeper is one you, you need somebody who can command yeah. and re- got respect and he just doesn't seem to have it but yeah. trying to be That's fair to him I, I think you could argue if you're a Hennessy fan you could argue that he won us the Chelsea game or he certainly kept us in the Chelsea game yeah yeah, yeah. and I don't know how many Premier League goalkeepers you would look at and go how many games have they won you you look at any keeper pick Tom Heaton this season Possibly Tom Heat in a way at Manu. Mm-hmm. Possibly yeah. Wayne Hennessy is the worst of all of the starting goalkeepers in the Premier League at the moment. Go through go through them one to twenty. Courtois, no. De Gea, no. Czech, no. Yeah, okay. but yeah, you can't. Well, no, you can't. Pickford, no. The new lad at Hull, no. Valdez, Valdez, no. Butland, no. I've already said Butland. Foster, no. Go through absolutely every single one, and every single one of them is better than Wayne Hennessy. He's better than the goalkeeper, Jack Polsky. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. He's not. He's been in really good form recently. He saved the penalty at the weekend. When did Wayne Hennessy? 
yeah, same penalty. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He's, he's literally just dug them out a point in a match that they were otherwise going to win, yeah, otherwise going to lose. Um, I mean, you, you, Herrera Gomez. Gomez is very erratic, but will pull out world class saves from time to time. He's a better goalkeeper than Wayne Hennessy. I think there's not a single oh, goalkeeper in that league. Why can't you know I think of anyone? <laughs> Do you know I think My head hurts Oh This is the faintest of faint Adrian Better than Wayne Hennessy Yes Yes I don't know about that I think I think No The faintest of faint praise that in fact, he's not even playing the match. It's Randolph, isn't it? Who is better than no, Wayne Hennessy? No, no, no. 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 Yep. It's no. the faintest of faint praise that you might go, Hennessy's not as shit as West Ham's second keeper. <laughs> or Watford's agent. You love Wayne. Actually, now you put it like that, you might have a... If, if you want to name a better starting goalkeeper in Wayne, I'm all it is. But then, but then that, no, I think... I, actually, you put it like that, I think I might have to... You know, I might owe you a two-year apology. But... <laughs> also, also, you, also, you put it like that, and I still don't think I'm still convinced that for Allardyce it's not a priority. I'm still I agree. I, I that. think I'm still I, think I, that he thinks I think that Hennessy would have done enough in the games that we've won. Yeah, Hennessy yeah. did well enough with yeah. Sacco and Tompkins or Sacco yeah. and whatever for, for for him not to have to say well because really to get a better keeper. Yeah, I agree. You're gonna have to spend a lot of money to get a better I'm keeper. Pretty, Joe Hart's not gonna come. Yeah, I'm pretty certain. That he will be starting next season. Yeah, I think. And I might cry. But that, see, that's a well, that's, that's really interesting, isn't it? Well, the we, crying, or the no, no, not that. He's a, he won't cry. He's a lawyer. He can. He cries money, doesn't he? Is what he cries. <laughs> <laughs> sweet, sweet liquid gold. <laughs> but that's kind of interesting because it mm. comes back to all those conversations we've had about what we want to be as a team next year. Yeah. And we, we're in the same breath as we've all said. Actually, he's probably the nineteenth best keeper in that division yeah. we've also said he'll probably be our keeper next season so it's yeah. like yeah. but then I suppose but where do you look for yeah, Alan Dice strikes him as a sort of manager who would look for continental players in any other position except in goal you know what he's going to say I know he's going to say he's going to say Begovic and we're going to say play one, one first team appearance ok right let's 18 goals conceded let's 18 <laughs> <laughs> how many points of Pino Grigio did you have with Sam during the Man United match right right. Oh, I had a lot on Saturday final question then this week's pod uh, comes from Carl Mortimer oh, hi, hi Carl, Carl. And he says, how gutted is Andy now that Parrish isn't doing Dragon's Den? Ah. No key more sellers. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. That was quite a quick U-turn, wasn't it? Very quick, yeah. Does anyone uh, want to speculate libelously Kevin Moy? <laughs> Not libelously, no. Oh, okay. I, I thought it was interesting when he said he didn't realise how much commitment was uh, yeah. went into it. It's, in terms of TV hours, there isn't that much actual commitment yeah. in terms of actual time in front of the camera but I, I suspect it might be that you are expected to actually invest and in actually some of them follow and, and follow through and be yeah, a mentor yeah and, yeah, and then you do I, have you do have hours then if you're investing yeah, I, in I also think them. to be fair and I, I think it's entirely up to him what he wants to do he's not a full time owner of Crystal Palace Football Club he's a full time businessman with mm-hmm. other interests and if he chooses to do that that's fine but I also suspect that he probably thought he was in for a shed load of trouble if Palace didn't start the season well when the programme was out because yeah, it will because the trouble is that people don't actually understand how TV works they won't actually understand switch it. on and it comes on well no it's not that but they won't understand that those if, it if, all gets filmed months exactly months. If the day, yeah. you know, those eight shows will be filmed in, over the course of two weeks in July yeah. and if in November we have a run of four games yeah. without a defeat they're going what's he doing he's on the telly he's, tonight he and we're, how can we do like, the telly and I just watch match of the day and he's <laughs> the game as yeah. well yeah, don't get that 
<laughs> well, you don't know. It might be the Americans said to him, "It's not the sort of thing we want yeah. to associate." But it's strange. It's just it does kind of make it seem as though it was in reaction to Palace fans going, "He shouldn't be doing it," which is a strange. But it's a shame because he's allowed to do that. Kind it's of stuff it's entirely to, yeah. what he does. Yeah. It's like yeah. you know, we can we can be full time fans and do, do podcasts. Stuff, yeah. Yeah. Still right, okay, have, still have time to put our bets on. Yeah, right after the break. I've uh, got two on during that part. I like. Thank you for your questions, listeners. Yeah, really good. Thanks. As ever, yeah. some good ones there. Um, next part we're going to be previewing a quite tricky trip to Man City welcome back to the final part of this week's five year plan podcast come on lads we can't say but we will be revealing that very soon um, this week's pod of course is sponsored by Vector Printing for all your print and embroidery needs go to vector.co.uk and that's a vector with a K K come on mate well not K no we can't well, How many times have we said if we all say oh, it's KKK, yes, so we can't do it. Oh, right, and JCIS, the Global Research and Brand Consultants. Andy, okay. He's been in Buckinghamshire for a few months. All of a sudden, funnily enough, he's oh, How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? I live in the most integrated town in the UK, actually. So, um, JCIS, the Global Research and Brand Consultancy. What? Integrated what? Yeah. Well, Chesham, I've moved to the one next door, but Chesham. Where were you living before? Chesham is the most integrated by what? Criteria. No, I didn't do it. I didn't come up with the facts. But Chesham is the most integrated. T- Chesham. Yeah. Chesham. Uh, yes. <laughs> you what? You've, 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 you've opened the Chinese. They've opened the Chinese takeaways. <laughs> is that what you're saying? <laughs> Chesham is the most. Not Leeds. Not Manchester. Not South London. L- listen, I didn't. Not London. I didn't, I didn't, London. Do, this, I didn't do the study. I don't Chesham. Know. I don't know. Yeah, I will. Apparently, apparently so. <laughs> like Chesham has wrested that title off a of tring now. Is it? Is the most. I will. Anyway. We you are also, into, you're the person you've moved in now they're mostly yeah, integrated half Irish Jesus anyway we're also sponsored by JCIS the global research and brand <laughs> consultancy from South London visit jc-is.com I did earlier I will actually I will I will you will nice fellow John he'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. right Talk. we have got three games left this season two of them away and the first of those two away games is on Saturday early kickoff at Man City Manchester in general traditionally a city palace do not get a lot of points from um, we've got a question actually uh, from oh this is weird from Andy OCPFC I've either written it wrong <laughs> Andy or previously. this one's written as Andy O um, it might be I don't know anyway uh, I might have written it wrong previously um He's put rest most of our big hitters for Man City in the hope that they're fitter and fresh for Hull or go for the win on Saturday all guns blazing get the job done. Come back to your first point about traditionally we don't Burnley didn't traditionally get a lot of points at Sellers Park we didn't traditionally beat Arsenal at Sellers yeah. Park yeah, so that's true yeah. we're clearly playing better against teams that do attack us and give us space I kind of I'm not expecting to win but at the same time if Borough can score two goals against them Ooh. And you know, for Borough's manager to complain that they were the better team and that the penalty shouldn't have been given, you know, it's, I'd be if Sacco was playing, I'd be more content. But I think there will be a reaction. I think the important game is the two most important games coming up are Swansea, Everton, Palace, Hull. Yeah. Again, it's another dare we say free hit against Man yeah. City. Yeah. 
We said that before Spurs and didn't work. They'll, 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 be all gone, they'll be all guns blazed because they need to win, don't they, to secure a top And they'll have place. a lot of the ball. So at least that's one thing we don't have to worry about. Yeah. And we're very good with the ball. We will be fresher. Yeah. Do we know if Kabai is back? Uh, sure, let's say yes. Let's just say yes. Yeah. Why not? City, yeah. Yes, he's back, and it'd be good to have him back. There's, yeah. in, there's doubts about Aguero. City are a team that haven't been firing on all cylinders for a lot of the season. They, if, they wouldn't have expected to be in a situation where they may not even qualify for the yeah. Champions League. The Liverpool result was poor for them last night. Mm. Managed to concede two goals against Borough, who don't score yeah. goals against yeah, yeah, That's Borough, true. City, yeah. City do mm. tend to concede goals. So it's not. It, it would have been nice to go up there, you know, having got a point at least against Burnley, but yeah, we'll see. Um, okay, cool. I, I've got no other questions really because I never ask you for predictions because every time we do predictions. We're going to lose 3 0. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I don't think. Do you know, last time I said yeah. that was against Liverpool. I said we were going to lose to yeah, Liverpool 3 yeah. 0. Oh, we didn't. Just saying. You've got, I mean, if you, look at it, if you look at it logically, you go away to Liverpool, you go away to Chelsea, arguably better teams than Man City are at the moment. Yeah. We'll have a massive support. 12th, the early kickoffs, you know, both Sky and BT Sport really uh, probably rethinking the idea of the season after next to having the early kickoffs because there's so rarely good games. Mm. It seems for some reason. It's it too seems, early. I don't know is what, what it is. is. It seems to throw what they, the circadian rhythms of footballers out completely. Right. Their routine seems to completely messed up by having to play earlier than later. So yeah. that might play in our favour. The Etihad hasn't been a cauldron for no. quite some time, really. Our fans will be up for it. So yeah, it is yeah. sort of it, classic sort of game that Palace could probably nick yeah. something in. Yeah. It's going to be a long ninety minutes. Actually. It's going to be a long watch. Yeah. But you know, we've got an awful record up there. We have, but then you know we well, we, yeah. we did it at Chelsea, didn't we? We stuck with Dougie and we did it at Liverpool. So we can we know this team can do it. They so. can do it. They can definitely do it. Um, can I just but finish they, then? You know, if they yeah, don't, yeah, bear in mind if Swansea don't be, Swansea lose to Everton. When's that game? Is that on Saturday afternoon? 5.30, yeah. 5.30. Well, Swansea, after we play, Swansea then play twice before we play Hull, so... So we may well know we may go into the whole game and everything be, you know... Um, I got it wrong about Chesham actually being the most integrated town. It's Leeds, Uh, isn't it? It's Amersham. (laughs) (laughs) It's Amersham. It's Amersham. Yeah, most integrated town in England and Wales. It is according Unless to Unless you're talking about, yeah, possibly you've got the cockapoos and Labrador, <laughs> Labradoodles. <laughs> Basically, it could be the place where the cockapoos oh. and Labradoodles are most integrated together. Right, thanks for listening, <laughs> uh, listeners. We'll be back with you after Palace's game against Man City Ooh, next special week guest, special guest. with a very special guest, Ooh. which we will be announcing um, on social is media. Is it me? No, you're not special. We'll be announcing uh, before that pod so you can get your questions to them for next week's pod. So keep an eye out for that. But in the meantime, enjoy your weekend and uh, see you next week. Bye. 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 Time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. 
Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Sports Social Podcast Network.